Can you see that? Amen. Oh, I can stop. <laughs> my wife tried to steal my thunder. Amen. It is well. Squeeze the hands of the people on either side of you as we pray. Father, we thank you because you are so worthy. We bless you, Father, because you are so faithful. We welcome you into our midst the more. Speak to our hearts, O God. Cause us to be challenged. Cause us to be encouraged. Cause us to be ones who move in these moments from faith to faith and from glory to glory. Have your way. Let us be good ground today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Can you give the Lord a hand, praise? Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Remain standing if you would and use that instrument that God put on the inside of you. Lift your voice and sing with me. There is none like you. No one else can touch my heart like you do. I can search for all eternity long and find there is none like you. Sing it like you mean it. There is none.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can have your seats if you're able. You can see on the screen that there is a commercial that I'm presenting to you today. So I need for you to be the spokesperson and really sell it to your neighbor and tell them, you too can be an Olympian. Amen. Some of you all might have a future. Not necessarily in TV. Amen. Want to talk a little bit about what everybody's talking about today, and that is the Olympics. I was going to preface my words today by including a picture of a chicken sandwich. Amen. Chick-fil-A. We've heard more about Chick-fil-A than we've heard about Aurora, Colorado this week. Amen. I was asked if I would have gone to the Chick-fil-A support day. And I said, yeah, if I was hungry and had a taste for Chick-fil-A. But otherwise, I wouldn't have just been there standing around for two or three hours for them to run out of food. One of the things that we're good about in America is taking a stand for a day. Amen. We shake our fists and put our banners up until the next thing. Hallelujah. At the heart of the matter, I believe, is WWJD. Or maybe WDJS. What did Jesus say? Amen. If we would remember that, that's a life movement. We don't have to wait until the news tells us. Jesus already did. Amen. Come on, tell your neighbor again, you too can be an Olympian. Let's have a reality check before we go out and buy some sneakers and get us a coach and get ready for 2016. There are a little over 314 million people in the United States. Amen. 529 of them went to the Olympics. 314 million, 529. My images have been cut off a little bit because I have in parentheses underneath. That's about one in every 600,000 people. 
Let me see, how many Olympians might we have in here? <laughs> Hallelujah. Some people tried to hurry up and do the math. And, well, we, some, we might have some in here. Don't know, but mathematically speaking, oh. Hallelujah. Let's look at the world. Because the United States tends to think of itself as the world, but we are not. Did you know that there are now over 7 billion people on this planet? 7 billion. And about 14,000 of them are Olympians this year. That's about 1 in 500,000. So 1 in 600,000 Americans, one in 500,000 around the world. Kind of means that you might be easier to become an Olympian if you weren't in the United States. I don't recommend that you leave this country for that reason. So at the very bottom of the slide, I ask the question, can you, too, be an Olympian? Somebody said, in Jesus. That's what I said. Did you read my notes? <laughs> you can be an Olympic Christian. Oh, some of y'all, well... I, I can talk to this lady over here. Yes. Hallelujah. She seems like she's ready. Yes. All right. So I want you to think about how you can be an Olympic caliber Christian. <laughs> she's already, energy level's already going down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. Use your commercial again and tell your neighbor. If you know him. As your, savior. As your Savior. Be an Olympic Christian. Be an Olympic Christian. So let's talk about what that might look like. Anybody recognize anyone? Amen. We may have to pause for station identification because my screens are being cut off and it's going to keep happening. Can you can y'all help me out? If you can't, just say so. I'll keep going. <laughs> this is universal. He said. <laughs> so while while he's coming, I want them to see what I see. So, who were the two people that, that, that you saw on the screen? Okay. Michael Phelps. He is a master where? In the pool. Right? Swimming. He is now the most decorated Olympian in history. Right? Now... If you remember 
after, thank you. See, Minister Rick can be an Olympic caliber Christian. That, that applause sounded just like the applause for Phelps. You may remember, you may remember after the Beijing Olympics in 2008, he had some problems, right? He made some mistakes. Amen. But he still came back. Amen. And who's that other little darling? Gabby Douglas, first ever African-American female. They say woman. I I just be like, she's 16, 4 foot 11. She's a baby. First ever to win the Olympics all around in women's gymnastics. But you know what made me want to spank somebody? What were people, especially in communities of color, focusing on while that girl was making history? See? There's something, there's something wrong about that. And that's another conversation, maybe over dessert on the 29th, we can talk about it. Do you think the girl was thinking about her hair? when she was doing those amazing things on that little balance beam. Thank God she wasn't reading your tweets. Amen. And here some of us are, think that, you know, our hair is all that, and you can't even walk down the aisle straight. Hallelujah. That's something to think about. It really is. But the girl, and I didn't get to see her all around, uh, but from what I heard, the girl from the first apparatus was bad and kept the lead the entire time. Amen. So would you agree that Michael Phelps and Gabby Douglas could be Olympians that we could learn something from? I'm glad that you agree because that's what we're going to do. Want to talk about the characteristics of the Phelps Douglas Olympic Christian. I didn't have time to put all of my animations in, so you can see some of the things that jumped out for me when I thought about Gabby Douglas and Michael Phelps and other Olympians. Those folks have to be strong. Amen. If you are going to be an Olympic caliber Christian, you've got to remember, you've got to be strong. But the word tells us 
how to be strong. Amen. Scripture says what? Hallelujah. Let's break that down. Michael Phelps shows his strength most notably where? Where? In the pool. Gabby Douglas demonstrates her strength most notably where? In the gym. We must be strong where? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What's the point? When we are not in Him, we are weak. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got to really remember that if we find ourselves feeling like, I don't have the strength to go on. We aren't necessarily in the right place because it's in Him. Amen. I can tell folks get it when they talk. Start helping me preach. <laughs> Amen. It's in Him that we move, that we breathe, that we have our being. If 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 we're going to be Olympic-level Christian. Amen. Anybody know if Gabby Douglas can ice skate? Don't know. We focused on where her strength is. Amen. She's not always in the gym, right? But we know that her strength is demonstrated in the gym. Are you following me? Amen. If you want to be someone who is always strong, stay in the Lord. Amen. Do this. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. I'm giving stuff up. You remember this? <laughs> Amen. That song that the choir ministered says, He wants it all. Let me talk to you about Michael Phelps. Sacrifice. I listened to, I, I watched an interview that he gave on CNN. And he shared that there was a time when he spent every day straight for five years working out. Five years straight. That's five Christmases, 
five thanksgivings, five birthdays, five New Year's Eves. How many people you find in the gym on New Year's Eve? <laughs> Think about that. Five years every day without a break. Now, witness. He's been at every Olympics for the last three or four. Right? So even while going through an Olympics, you would think that, okay, I can take a break. What are some of the things that are best practices for the believer? Read the Word. Pray. Fellowship in iron-sharpening relationships. You can think of other items on the list. How many of us have the testimony, I've done that five years every day? Sacrifice. Gabby Douglas left home from Virginia Beach to move all the way pretty much across the country when she was 14. Left her family. Saw her mother five times in two years. And is now the reigning Olympic women's gymnastics champion. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. What do you and I still need to give up to be an Olympic level Christian? Think about it. I thought about persistence and perseverance. <laughs> and then I asked the question of myself, what's the difference? Persistence means to have a firm conviction to progress in spite of opposition or difficulty. I have a firm conviction to move forward in spite of opposition or difficulty. Perseverance, you will find, 
is considered a synonym for persistence. But I found a definition that really spoke to me about the attitude of persistence, the attitude of perseverance. The attitude is one of grace. What is grace? We talk about it being unmerited favor. But grace is also an attitude of humility. Amen? Are y'all still in here? Perseverance moves us from a state of grace to a state of glory. Hallelujah. Isn't it really moving when you see someone like a Gabby Douglas who reaches the top and still seems humble? The glory is there, but I'm still gracious. You know what I'm talking about? Perseverance. Can you look at 1 Corinthians 15, 58? 1 Corinthians 15, 58. What does the Bible say? Be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. None of those Olympic athletes arrived in London with a guaranteed medal. Hallelujah. But every one of them, we can assume, was steadfast. Unmovable, always abounding in the work of their sport. Amen. Knowing, believing, trusting that it would not be in vain. Hallelujah. The Bible gives us a guarantee, though. That if we are steadfast, unmovable, 
always abounding in the work of the Lord. We can rest assured. Hallelujah. That it is not in vain. Hallelujah. Tell the truth. Have you ever asked God, why do you keep blessing me? Knowing the mess that I am. Anybody? I was in that place earlier this week, Pastor Jeanette. Hallelujah. And you know what the Lord whispered in my ear? You want to know? He said, in your youth, you respected your elders. I was blown away. I was blown away. When I was younger, <laughs> er, I just thought it was the right thing not to talk back to older people. I was never a yes sir, no ma'am kind of guy. That's not how I was raised. But my mother did teach us please and thank you. You know what I mean? And the Bible tells us to honor our elders, right? My wife was sharing with me an uh, experience that she had with the children, I guess, yesterday that was a witness to our training them up. Amen. And it blessed me to hear that testimony. But it was really special to hear the Lord say, there are some things in the storehouse that you are still drawing from because of the walk of your youth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't get it twisted. Those little things matter. Bible still says, honor your father and mother that it be well with you, right? And your days be long on the earth. Hallelujah. I would encourage all of us to really pull out some of those scriptures that many of us grew up rehearsing and really look at what they mean. You may realize that's why you haven't been taken out yet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because some of us are old enough to know that there are people who we used to hang with who aren't here anymore. Why are you still here? Hallelujah. Encourage your neighbor. Persevere. From grace, to glory. from grace to glory. Now you know this had to be on the list. Endurance. Endurance. 
What is endurance? Somebody said sticking it out. What did I hear else? Going the distance. What else? Stamina. Sticking it out. Going the distance. Hallelujah. Finishing. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at the word in Matthew 10.22. Glory to God. It's wonderful if I can run the first 25 miles of that marathon. But there's still 1.2 to go. There will not there, no there ain't no cameras on you at mile 25. You make the papers when you cross the finish line. Hallelujah. Gabby Douglas was on the cover of the New York Times of USA Today of was it Time Magazine? I'm talking about on the day after she won. She was on the cover of every major newspaper, it seemed. That would not have been the case if she had won fourth place. Amen. Or silver, somebody said. I'm thinking about the guy who won bronze in gymnastics. I think he got a lot of airtime too, but he wasn't on the covers. Amen. There's something about our nature. We like winners. Hallelujah. How many of you enjoy coming in second all the time? No hands. How many of you, I just play to play. Doesn't matter if I win or lose. Okay, I see your hand. You ain't a real player. <laughs> Hallelujah. I play stuff that I don't even know what I'm doing. But I, in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm going to figure this out. I know, I know they've been playing for 50 years. Glory to God. And I'm just showing up day one. But somehow I'm going to win. I may not. And usually I don't. But I show up to win. I don't know why my children are shaking their heads so hard. Glory to God. What does Matthew 10.22 say? You all are funny. When that screen came up, you all just were smiling. Ooh, I don't have to find it in my Bible. In that prior scripture, y'all looking nervous. Where is it at? It ain't up on the screen yet. Hallelujah. You need to highlight this and, and marinate in this verse of scripture this week. Hallelujah. I started, as I said, reading Francis 
um, Frangipane's book again, The Three Battlegrounds. We first were introduced to that book over a decade ago. And in the glossary of the book, he makes distinction about demons and principalities and powers and Satan. And as I was reading just that, it's like the enemy started speaking to me. You don't want to go there. You don't want to really learn about me. Because then it's going to be on. I'm going to have to go on the attack. Just just close the book. Hallelujah. And the Lord reminded me when I was young in ministry, our pastor had called a meeting with just the ministers. There were like four of us at that church. And he, for some reason, asked us, what is your, what is your calling? And, of course, just like today, everybody's calling. I'm going to be a pastor. Well, today, if I'm going to be a bishop. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I remember clearly I told them, I'm called to deliverance ministry. I was 21, 22 I was older than that. 23. Do I hear 24? (laughs) I was in my early 20s. Amen. And I got rebuked. It was like, "Mm -mm, that that deliverance work, you got to be careful. You'll get off. And that's a problem with us in the church. Sometimes. You heard the bishop last week. The man preached, but you ought to have left here really, um, what's the word? Put on notice. He kept asking, where's the power? Didn't he? Where's the power in the church? Power for what? To collect money so that we can go and build buildings? Power to win souls. Right? But along the way, those souls being one often need deliverance. Hallelujah. And so I was like, oh, I don't know, Lord. Things are going pretty well. I don't want to start nothing with the devil. And the Lord was like, really? You don't want to start nothing. Hallelujah. Too late. Glory. Hallelujah. Point at yourself and just remind yourself, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Come on and bless the Lord on that one. My wife will tell you, and I've testified of this, that because I believe of the call of God on my life, from my youth, my mother can tell you this, I would have tormenting dreams. 
I told you once I had come in uh, because I wasn't able to sleep and mommy had let me come and get in the bed with her. Because <laughs> I said, ooh, I see a demon in my room. Mommy was like, come on in here and lay down. As <laughs> soon as I got in there, I said, Ma, he's on the door. <laughs> she, t- she told me she was about to kick me out. <laughs> She's like, you done brought a demon up in here? You got to go. (laughs) There wasn't nothing up in here until you showed up. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. But I decided, I was like, you know what? Not only am I going to be faithful to understand the strategies of the kingdom of darkness. But I am going to be a general in displacing the enemy. Hallelujah. 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 If God be for us, Are you hearing me? But the Bible says they're going to hate you. A lot of us haven't experienced that yet. And so when it happens on the job, in school, with your neighbors, sometimes in the church, oh my goodness, in your family, you just fall apart. Oh, why me, Lord? I'm doing all I can do. You know I'm living right. I pay my tithes and give it my offerings. We always start with the money. I'm praying, fasting. I'm living right. That's why they hate you. Everybody like you. Go back to this scripture. If everybody likes you, if everybody, everybody just is crazy about you all the time. You remember Lost in Space? That big robot? Danger, danger, danger. I don't know why the young people are laughing at me. Y'all rent Lost in Space, the, 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 the real one, not, not, the, not the, the movie one. With I guess there was a crazy robot in that one. The, the fake robot that, you know, you didn't know was fake when you were my age. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, command your neighbor, endure! But you see what it says here? All men, for my name's sake. That'll make you weep. When you think about it, when you think about what that really means, it can be lonely standing for the things of Christ. I'll say it again. It can be lonely standing for the things of Christ. 
Hallelujah. But the Bible says, if you endure to the end, you win. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you keeping track? Strength and sacrifice. Persistence and perseverance. Endurance. And enthusiasm. Hallelujah. Can you read the title of this book? Becoming a Contagious Christian. I am so enthusiastic about my sport. I dream about it. Can't have a conversation unless I, it, it comes up. Hello. Even if I'm not in the pool or at the track or in the gym, I'm watching it on TV. Are you in here? I'm just, I'm so excited about this thing. It's like consuming me. Hallelujah. What is that for you? Is it Christ? I have dreams about Him. I can't have a conversation without Him coming up. Hallelujah. Everybody I see, I want them to come and see him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't even have time for other stuff because I'm so excited about him. Are you feeling me? I can't go to the club. Can't go shopping today. Don't have time for gossip over tea. Are you in here? Enthusiasm. Now, I guess if I'd won a gold medal, I'd be grinning too. But I think that they are enthusiastic about their sport. Anybody know how much a gold medal is worth these days? $650. I'm talking about the medal. The gold medal. (laughs) Hallelujah. It's not a lot of money. That's not what I am ultimately doing all this for. Amen. But... There is a crown. And there are crowns. Any enthusiastic Christians in here? Hallelujah. Okay, okay. Let me me just test that a little bit. If I interview the people on your job, walk around your neighborhood, talk to your family members, Do they know you're an enthusiastic Christian? 
Wave at me. Yep, everybody knows. Everybody. Ooh, I see very few hands now. Why do we hide that? Why do we hide that? I'm not hiding. He that wins his souls must be wise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yep, I done, read, I done read some scripture too. And I also know when I make that excuse. Oh, if I'm too unseemly, I'm going to start praying that every one of our bosses show up at church. And we have the kind of and we have the kind of service that we had uh, Saturday night or last Sunday morning. Hallelujah! One one of those services where where he wanted it all and you gave it all. <laughs> Hallelujah! And and just pray that the Lord get a hope to you. If you try to if you try to sit on it, just 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 fling you from anybody anybody see uh, the Avengers? Remember when when the Hulk got a hold of that guy? <laughs> just just hope the Lord get a hold of you. But Jesus, I was gonna praise him in a minute after they I surrender. <laughs> You needed to think about that. Why do you go undercover when you're not here? Why? I ask myself that question too. You can call it whatever you want to call it, but you don't act like you do here everywhere. Why? Something to think about. Just something to think about. And you knew this had to be on the list. Discipline. Discipline. What is discipline? We think of discipline as this. Right? That's discipline. That's punishment. Amen? What's at the root of discipline? What's at the root of that word? Disciple. What is a disciple? Oh, a disciple is a follower. doesn't have to be a Christ. Right now, in, in church speak, we think of I'm a follower of Christ, but I can be a disciple of lots of stuff, right? And so these folks may be disciples of their sport. I would say they are. And so we said it's all about following. They follow a regimen. What they eat, when they sleep, when they work out, and how. My understanding is, you know, you can't believe everything you read, but in his case, Michael Phelps burns 12,000 calories a day when he's working out. That means, I guess if he wanted to, he could have a Big Mac attack. 12,000. 
thousand calories <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> but they follow a regimen. Amen. Stick to it. Amen. What do we follow? What is our regimen? As Olympic caliber Christians, we heard Pastor Jeanette speaking of she began her day today. Lord, how can I serve you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We sing the song, I want to be a follower of Christ, right? I want to be one of his disciples. Then what? I want to walk in the newness of life. So, sing y'all. Yeah, what do I have to do? What do I have to say? How do I have to walk each and every day? Right? We can't be a follower of something without doing. That song was all about doing. Hallelujah. And guess what? By His grace, through His Word, by His Spirit, He has told us what we have to do, what we have to say, how we have to walk. What's the cost? Are you in here? Hallelujah. Talked about just two years for Gabby and that five-year stint for Michael. I think it was Missy Franklin. Y'all heard of her? whose mother put her in the pool when she was five months old. And when all the other babies came up out the water hollering, like I'm sure I would have been, she just took to it. Just took to the water. So she is now 17 and has won several gold medals at this Olympics. But she's basically been doing this all her life. Amen. None of the people who are over in London participating in the games started doing what they're doing yesterday. You read about their stories. Read about any professional level athlete. They were not my age when they realized I have some talent. I have some skill. I'm enthusiastic. I kind of like this. And I'm willing to work at it. Amen. When I think of discipline, I 
regularly find myself drawn to John 8.29. Can you go there? John 8.29. Read the Word. And He that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone. Last clause. For I do always those things that please Him. Can you read that last clause again? For I do always those things that please Him. Hallelujah. I want that to be my testimony. But that only comes through discipline. I cannot always do those things that please the Father if I'm not following the things that please the Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's recap, shall we? Strength and sacrifice. Perseverance and persistence. Endurance enthusiasm, discipline. We always think about how fast these people are at what they do. Speed is the name of the game for many of the marquee events. At the Olympics. But how does that pertain to an Olympic caliber Christian? Can you turn to Hebrews 12 verse 1? And I'm closing. Hebrews 12 and 1. If you don't have it yet, it's on the screen. What does the Bible say? Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Hallelujah. For the Olympic Christian, it's not about speed. It's about speed. It's not about the speed that we think of as far as being quick. It's about strength and sacrifice. Perseverance and persistence. Endurance, enthusiasm, and discipline. Are you hearing me? The word says that the race is not given to the swift. Amen. It's not about the strongest, but it's the one who endures to the end. Amen.
Come on, one more time. Encourage your neighbor. You too can be in a... And the truth of the matter really is, if we're going to be the kind of Christian that God intended, we have to be Olympian at it. Come on and give the Lord a hand, praise. We're standing. Thank you, Father. Let's pray. Lord, we thank You and we give You praise for Your Word today. God, You break it down so simply. But we know that it's the doing of it that takes a lifetime. God, let us get started today on those things that we're not doing or those things that we're not doing to the degree that we should. Help us to be real so you can deal. Hallelujah. God, make us want to be, help us to want to be the best we can be in you. Nowhere do you encourage us to be average. Nowhere do you encourage us to be anything but the best, but first, the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. Hallelujah. 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 Forgive us, God, for our slothfulness, for our slack. Help us, Father, to want more of you. Draw us nearer, we pray. Make us willing to be willing to sacrifice all. Knowing that through Jesus Christ, you have been our example. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah.